Hey, it's Jeff. Thanks for downloading this podcast. And do yourself a favor to hit the subscribe or follow button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. Okay, last we spoke at the Blue Hotel was May 2023, and so with half the summer of sunshine and fun times behind us and half to come, uh, I thought it'd be nice to bring you back, a pleasure, positive partner and event producer at a sexy social club in downtown Toronto for those 19 plus. A place incredibly well positioned as the water-themed adult private members spa and lounge. A place where they encourage people to have fun and let loose and embrace their fantasies and embrace their desires in a non-judgmental environment. And so, from Oasis Aqualash, Toronto, the Blue Hotel welcomes back Fatima Meshtab. Hello! Great to be back. Something, Fatima, that still strikes me as important about pleasure is this. Instead of focusing on an outcome... Make your priority just to have more fun. I absolutely agree. That sort of comes back to like what I've talked about before in terms of expectations coming to Oasis Aqua Lounge. You're always just going to have a better time if you let go of your expectations and outcome, as you say, and just enjoy the environment, keep an open mind and be you know, um, open and willing to, you know, meet great people, learn something new, see some sexy stuff. Definitely agree. And when you least expect it, there it is. That's kind of how a lot of us live our lives. Fatima, mm-hmm. I've been getting emails uh, through the Blue Hotel podcast at bluehotelpodcast.com asking questions, knowing that I've been to Oasis and wanting to get, I guess, a male perspective or my perspective. And that's largely how I begin. It's go in, pay your money, have a smile, they'll smile back, mm-hmm. go, to, go to your locker and get your gear off, <laughs> go for a little uh, hot tub or a little uh, swimming pool and, uh, and just like relax and take it in and breathe and one step at a time and get to know the facility, right? Get to know the different floors and what it has to offer. Exactly. Another thing I would recommend too, and I'm sure maybe you've mentioned this, is participate in our events. Check out what's happening on the ballroom stage. You know, even if you come solo, it's a great opportunity to connect with other people in the room, you know, participate in some icebreakers, maybe win some prizes, and just kind of like get into the mix of like the social aspect of Oasis Aqua Lounge. What do you think is the most fun you've had uh, um, there as an event producer? Well, one of the things I always love to do um, when I'm hosting inside the club is host the uh, event for new guests and and anybody actually who wants to attend is called First Taste. Um, so that's always a lot of fun to host because the programming is designed for new visitors in the venue. But like I said, anybody can can hang out in the room. Um, I try to make it as interactive as possible. And I really do try to like incorporate the voices of regular members and and new guests so that you get like a well-rounded perspective. But I mean, if you're thinking like, what's a crazy wild event that I've been a part of over the past 10 years, I have to say one thing that comes to mind is our five-year anniversary party, which happened 2015. It was so busy. The theme was silver. And I remember I was doing body decor designs. So one of the things that I sometimes offer is I'll do body tape designs, body decor. I think one of my like kinks is like decorating people's bodies (laughs) with their consent, of course. And I remember I had this lineup of women that wanted to get like rhinestone body art. 
And then there was like a fight that broke out in line. What? <laughs> were, like, I mean, nothing like nobody got hurt, but it was just like a pushing, shoving, arguing. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to let you guys sort of this out. I'm not. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a lot of chaos, but fun. But just like, I remember it just being very, very chaotic, silver decor everywhere strands of silver everywhere like it was just nuts <laughs> Fatima there's no way you wouldn't remember that I mean because the thing that I tell people about Oasis is that it's so chill I've never seen an incident I've never seen anything you know weird <laughs> my, of course my my definition of weird and somebody else's my I'm non-judgmental right but there's not not, not been any sort of uh, aggro behavior everyone's just kind of mm, yeah. doing the yeah. thing right they just weren't paying attention to who was in front of them in line. But no, Oasis Auckland absolutely does not have those aggro vibes. Um, yeah. People are very chill, very friendly, um, and not just friendly for like seeking out play partners or seeking out something for themselves. People are genuinely interested in wanting to talk to people there. And especially if you're new, they regulars want to share all the tips, all the great restaurants in the area, tell you about events. You know, um, people get, get really excited and enthusiastic to share their experiences with others at the club. I think the greatest thing about the club, Fatima, for me is that uh, when you're done, when you leave, then you really have a smile on your face. Just because no matter what happened, no matter the outcome of the evening, you went in without expectations. You went, I guess the only expectation I ever have is to, to get in the warm water and just relax and whatever else is gravy. But to leave with that smile, and, and I always tend to stay real close to there so I can walk. Yeah. Already having parked my car, and just you just kind of float home, you glide yeah. home, and you land in your bed, and you're like, I'm really glad I went out. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely for sure. And even if I'm just kind of leaving after like a host experience or like a presentation or something, I just am so filled with such good like energy from all of the guests there, and there's just like so much a like, great love. We have such a beautiful community. I'm I'm so lucky to call so many people at the club my friends. I love that. I think that the community that you present and that adult clubs present, from my experience, is like the community that I've nurtured and been a part of my whole life, and that's musicians and music. Everyone's kind of chill. And if you're not, people just don't pay a whole lot of attention to you. So there's a lesson in that because there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Absolutely. Confidence is having that smile and having that self-assuredness that has nothing to do with arrogance. Mm -hmm. It's just here I am. I'm in a nice place with nice people. I'm going to be nice and uh, and let's see what happens. And, yeah, and exactly. who, who knows? The possibilities can be limitless if you don't resort to expectations. I, abs I absolutely agree, 100%. Listen, I want to talk about a few topics, things that you've suggested would be fun, and I totally agree with you. Those Ooh. being something we've gotten into before, voyeurism and exhibitionism, mm -hmm. the uh, everything to do with sex show, um, Oasis porn productions, mm -hmm. we'll invariably touch on, as you already did, and I love that about you, the, import <laughs> the important C word in all of this, the seven-letter C word, which is consent. Right. And... Uh, my and favorite could, word, by the way. <laughs> it, it, it really, it, it's, it's the beginning and the end of all of it. Without it, it all means nothing. Consent. What have you learned summer 2023 in your production of events and in your you know travels to and from about people's need for expression and pleasure? Have you learned something new? Have you noticed something new this year? Well, this year, I feel like we have been very busy over the summer, busier than we've ever, ha ever uh, busier than we've ever have been. Um, How do you, so we, what do you attribute that to, Padima? 
Um, so I think uh, a lot of it is because we're finally as a business, you know, stable after all of the ups and downs pandemic and even post pandemic, because just because everything had opened up, you know, a year and a half ago or two years ago now, uh, doesn't mean, you know, everything was just back to normal for us. There was a lot of things that we had to kind of, we had to boost our staff and there's things that we wanted to fix and just really prepare. So I feel like this is the first year that we're really like fully back in swing. Um, so to speak. Our Sunday programming has been great. Our Sunday afternoons have been very busy, very um, fun, social, high energy. Like people love Summer at Oasis, but I just feel like there's just been this real burst of attendance, particularly on Sundays. Yeah, our Sundays are are busier than they've ever they've ever been, particularly during the day. Congratulations. It's fantastic. Mm. There's still a lot of need um, for people to understand the rules and the waiver, I feel like there's still um, a need for us to share that information. Sometimes people don't understand the concept of, you know, ask once and don't ask again. Or sometimes people don't understand when they breach a form of consent inside the club. I think that sometimes people think consent is very like, you know, it's very kind of limited, cut and dry. No is no. Yes is yes. But as we've talked about in previous episodes, um, that consent is um, it's not linear because at any moment you can vocalize or express a need to change something or to stop something. So I feel like that's something that we always want to keep continuing to include in our programming. To to underscore this without any doubt, any yes, any yes can become a no at any time. And I agree. And I also think like any yes is expressed as an emphatic yes and not like, I don't know, I'm not sure, silence, shrugging, like those aren't yeses. I feel like there's definitely, we definitely want to keep continuing that. Another thing I want to actually mention, not necessarily something I learned, but something that we completed that I'm very excited to share uh, in the next coming weeks is we have completed the new, the new filming of our Oasis tour video. So one of my projects this summer was to update that video with our model, Joanna, one of our Aquaflirt hosts. And we had done this video back in 20, I want to say, I think it was 2013. Uh, we finally completed the, the video and we're going to be showing that, um, you know, through our various channels, also at the Taboo Sex Show. So that was cool. I just, I've had a lot of fun, interesting projects with the club this summer. So, you know, stretch my, my creative chops. <laughs> I like your enthusiasm around it. You know, the, the, the greatest indication that somebody likes uh, where they work or a place in which they're a partner is uh, is just how enthusiastic they are when they talk about it. So so great. I'm glad you're digging it. I'm glad you're having fun. I mean, if we're if we're presenting a uh, an environment for pleasure, we need to feel the pleasure ourselves in doing the work. And you do, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just so lucky also to work with such great people. You know, we have such a fantastic team. I mean, I I had a lot of projects, but it really does. Like it's, it's every, everybody has a piece of it. Um, we work with a fantastic videographer. Um, their handle is Satin and Gin. Joanna is a fantastic model. The aqua flirts are great. Um, so everything that we do really is a big team effort and everybody has their strengths. We just pull that together and we've just created this fantastic environment and community. And the guests are also a part of that too. This thing of watching and being watched is obviously a huge component of, it's, it's always something I come back to because I feel like it's a huge component of, you know, the reason why a lot of people would go. Something about going to a place that is a community, has, you know, a few to a lot of people, depending on the night you go, and being a public place, as it were. I mean, it's a private club, but it's, it's public because you don't know everybody in the room. So there's a lot of watching and being watched. I want them to watch us, honey. Or 
I want to go mm-hmm. and see people fuck. I mean, it's that simple. It's rather primal, isn't it? Speak to that if you would. Yes, absolutely. So I find that there's a lot more voyeurism in the club than there is exhibitionism, just in terms of looking at um, the guests as a whole, and particularly on new nights, because I find a, a lot of couples um, are, you know, a little shy, a little nervous. They're definitely interested in like seeing what they can watch. But as far as like necessarily like being an exhibitionist, like, you know, sometimes that can that can vary depending on the comfort of the guest or the couple. Yeah, voyeurism is definitely a primal kind of action that, you know, we just we naturally uh, connect to as humans. And yeah, we have lots of different types of ways that people can enjoy that at the club. So for example, um, we have an event called Spectator Sex, which is the third Wednesday of every month. And that is an event for voyeurs and exhibitionists alike. So what I do is I actually procure people that want to perform. So anybody who is curious to have sex on stage or enact, you know, kinky scene or combine the two, however you want to express yourself sexually, um, I love to book performers for that. Um, So people can always contact me that way. So that sort of feeds to people's desire to be watched. And then it also fuels other guests' desires to to have something to watch. And we offer perks and free admission on the night that you're performing and all kinds of good stuff too. So another way that we would include this in the club is any type of, um, you know, stage performance, uh, anything maybe outside of spectator sex, like live sex demos, kink demos, things like that. Um, and then, of course, we have our Oasis Aqualounge branded porn throughout our monitors. And we also intersperse it with other films as well, too. But um, so there's lots of things to stimulate the senses and especially the eyes. <laughs> well, you led me right to uh, my next topic of conversation with you, and that is Oasis Porn Productions. I've just spent the morning, Fatima, reviewing the dozens of offerings that... Uh, we touched on last time, mm-hmm. but uh, there's some really great videos, uh, and there's some uh, there's some things including your do's and don'ts of sex club etiquette. Among yeah, that's, them, <laughs> right? that's a with, funny with, one. <laughs> I think I think that anybody who hasn't been to a club should probably go. It's four minutes. Go through that quickly, and oh, okay, yeah. I always wondered about that. Now I know. I actually want to reshoot that one because um, I mean it's it's do good. It. Like it's it's informative, but it's just funny the way that it's just the pauses and there's like a scene where I'm like on my phone and pretending to like be on my phone and not supposed to be and like oh and I throw the phone it's it's a little campy I actually wouldn't mind redoing that one but I'm, I'm glad that you like it and it is informative I do recommend that people check it out well it's important right but but do it now that you've said it you have to go do it I went down the rabbit hole and I found uh, um, videos like dungeon etiquette and locker room quickie and Mm-hmm. A couple finds a third for hot sex. An Ophelia mm-hmm. Sex Club solo masturbation adventure. Great, great title. And yeah. Money Shot Menage and Lesbian Lust in the Shaggin' Wagon, yeah. which, is, <laughs> which is an actual thing at, at Oasis. And um, so where can people uh, access these videos? So they can go to our uh, Pornhub channel on on Pornhub, Oasis Aqua Lounge. All of the videos are free to view. Uh, at one point when we were producing, we we sort of divided the trailers to like for free views and then like a a paywall where you could like pay to see the whole film but that's not really it's not really important for us because we're not a porn production company we're a sex club and our porn that we create is really to show what it's really like inside the oasis aqua lounge um in a way that we can't do on social media (laughs) so that's sort of it's more of a marketing channel for us than it is like we want people to pay for it. So all of the films are, you could just view them. I just finished shooting or we just finished releasing um, a new one 
couple finds a third in the hot tub. I don't know if you've seen that one. That's like the newest one that we've uploaded. Again, like I'm always looking for couples or solo women who want to um, perform on camera. If, if you have, you know, for example, if you have an OnlyFans page or if you have any kind of page like that, it's a great way to connect with us to shoot content professionally shot and edited where you get um, a copy of that video and you can share that video wherever you like. Oasis Aqualounge always maintains the rights for our films, but we provide sharing rights. So all of our performers can monetize that content how they want. We don't take a cut of that. Um, and then on our end, we have this great content to work with that we can use to help market the club and our brand. Outstanding. Uh, categories in porn have uh, proliferated, especially, I think, you tell me, being a female, porn is a segment of your uh, business, more female directors have surfaced, therefore more nuance across the board, I think maybe including categories in porn, have, mm -hmm. have grown and have, have sprouted up. Talk to the prevalence of female directors and what it's done for the business as you see it. Mm -hmm. So I, I have to say, I don't have any type of porn producing experience outside of Oasis Aqua Lounge, and I've never been in front of the camera to shoot, like for me to be a, 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 an actor in a porn film. I can tell you what I've done just with with being a part of the business. So I actually work with Satin and Jin, our videographer. So together, we kind of both direct a little bit. Bren is a lot better at being able to speak to like angles and just the fluidity of the motion of the the sex. Um, whereas I'm more about like writing a script, covering the logistics, like maybe choosing the room. And together, sometimes we will kind of point things out and, and help along the way. Oasis being a sex club and us shooting content inside the sex club, I personally feel it's good to have a female there. I just feel like it lends to a little bit more comfort. I mean, I don't know if that's, you know, maybe... Um, you know, a sexist thing to say, but I, I definitely feel that having the presence of a female person there behind the scenes really does help, especially if people need something, I'm there to help them. And I just feel like it just sort of helps like relax the performers sometimes. It feels to me, and, it, and it's a compliment to what you do there, it feels to me like an extension of how you run the business anyway. I mean, there are quite a number of women who work on yeah. staff and they do bring, um, I think for a lot of newcomers and women who are newcomers, mm -hmm. um, a greater sense of, of comfort and, uh, and community. I absolutely approach the whole um, directing and like the, the shooting on scene and just the whole process of the porn with the same attention that I, I do as far as managing the business and the brand. And we have like a pretty, it's, it's not a lengthy process, but I mean, you know, we, we spend some time talking over email and then we'll meet on Zoom call with our videographer and talk about this type of scene, talk about preferences, hard limits, things like that. And just give people like a lot of time to kind of be, prepare for the scene, especially if they need to be tested. A lot of our content is bareback. So obviously this is like a performer's choice to do that, but there is, you know, they have to get tested and get their test results back. So I really kind of like to give people enough like breathing room to wrap their heads around the scene as opposed to, you know, rushing people into something. And I'd like to give people ample amount of time to like get settled into the club before they shoot. I just think all of those things really help with nerves. It helps people get comfortable and it helps people get out of their heads and like into their body and into the moment when they're performing. And another thing I wanted to mention, I think about just like having like female presence there is that I think it might be especially true for solo women who want to shoot, who have never, never done anything like this before. And it doesn't speak to, I mean, it's not, I'm not trying to say that 
you know, a, a solo male director is, is worse. It's just that if you've never done anything like this before, and even if you've like, maybe haven't visited Oasis Aqualange before, I just feel like my presence is like, it's not threatening, you know, it's like warm and welcoming. <laughs> it is. It's exactly that. Well, it even sounds that way for people just listening without the video. <laughs> categories I touched on and uh, and some of the ones that caught my eye on, on Pornhub and your Oasis Aquilounge page. Outdoor. Oh, we have been no. trying to shoot a porn out by the pool forever and it, something just always happens. In what? fact, the latest film that we've uploaded about the couple who finds a third and then the hot tub, that originally was supposed to be outside by the pool and we had planned to have it by the pool and like even that morning it was like cloudy and we're like, yeah, maybe you know, it looks good and then we're like we're out there and Bren's setting up his camera and then it just starts raining and we're just like, no. So we really tried. And then I think there was another, there's another film we we're supposed to be outside and then we couldn't. So that's one thing I think we still, we, we want to achieve, but I actually think it would be interesting. I don't know if it's possible, but to do a scene outside by the pool in the winter, because a lot of people are just like, Oh my God, is the pool actually even open in the winter? And it is. And actually the, the pool is so beautiful in the winter because the snow is all around it and you see the steam rising from the pool and it just gives us like really kind of Scandinavian spa vibes. You know, you'd have to have a high temperature threshold, I think. Um, <laughs> may not work well in all performance aspects. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just brainstorming at this point, but I would love to well, do something like that in the winter if we could. <laughs> well, well, two things to that. I mean, uh, a man out of the water, there's, there's, uh, as, uh, Seinfeld yeah. once said shrinkage, but in the water, it leaves a lot to the imagination because just the movement of bodies together, even though you can't see under the water necessarily, maybe you can get fancy and get an underwater camera. It's pretty sexy to see the visual of someone's face when they're, you know, in the moment. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is you, you, I guess, I guess the fear would be for safety, like lightning because it's raining or thunder and lightning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, There's that too. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but on the deck though, in summertime, it's warm enough that the idea of rain, there's nothing sexier to me than outdoor, um, making out than yeah, being soaked totally. in rain, being caught in the rain. I went to Hanlon's one year and we got caught in the rain coming back in the yeah. woods. Get this. It was so sexy. It was so hot. It was like nine and a half weeks in the woods. Ah. And, and then, Fatima, get this. And then I'm like, holy fuck. What is that fiery feeling? It was it was fire ants. ants. <gasps> oh, ants. no. Right. Where were the ants? They were, they were all in the worst place they could possibly be. No. And I'd never felt that sensation before. And it's really, it's really painful. What's that burning sensation? <laughs> it was ants. crazy, and we were longtime partners, so you know we were we were we were good. Yeah, except for the, except for the ants. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, what's do, wrong? Is it like a? Is it like? Does it last a long time? Is it just like it, a couple it, minutes? It, it, or like, it, it lasted. Um, we ended up having because it was such shitty weather. We couldn't get the uh, the water taxi. That's just you know for two or three people. We had to go yeah. on the ferry. That ferry ride was the worst ferry ride of my oh life. Oh my god. We all through that. Oh, <laughs> Beware man. the fire ants. There's no fire ants at Oasis Aguilar. It's all very wonderful. You're not in the woods. I don't know. My pursuit of rain is like, how can we make this a thing? Like fire pants? Like <laughs> Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but outdoor, outdoor anything is pretty great. Go for a drive in the country, and then you get out of the car, and you go see a waterfall, and suddenly no one has pants on. Yeah. It's kind, yeah. kind of fun. Talk a bit to, um, because it's proliferating in a way that 
the detractors can't stand and those of us who are open and non-judgmental uh, celebrate, especially as Pride just passed in Toronto and, and, and all over the country. Trans, bi, BDSM, all of these things that uh, most people understand and a lot of people appreciate and a lot of people participate in, um, there are detractors to them and they're typically right-wing um, politicians and those who support them. Talk to that, though, um, how trans and, and bisexuality and, and BDSM and kink and all of it have, I think, the conversations have gotten louder and more interesting. How have you seen that play out at your club? Yeah, well, I feel like the conversations have always been somewhat like loud at our venue and just like within our community, because like, that's a lot of what makes up our community. So I feel like I've always been hearing these conversations. Um, one of the great things about us reopening is that we were able to reintegrate like our queer themed events. Um, because as you know, Oasis Auckland, I mean, it's, it's primarily, you know, like, for, you know, straight cis couples, like, that's kind of how it started anyway. A lot of hetero um, couples, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, we're a sex club in the middle of an area where there's a lot of gay male bathhouses. So, you know, we're just catering to a different demographic, right? But Oasis is, like, obviously very inclusive and very diverse. So when we reopened, you know, we were open in limited hours, and we really were focusing on the events that were, like, obviously the heavy hitters as far as, like, attendance and things like that we just had to we had to do that in order to survive but then we were able to like open up and, and bring back our our events and bring back um a lot more programming specifically for the queer community um which has been wonderful so one of the best events one of the event that's very close to my heart is sapphic aquatica was able to come back so that's uh bathhouse is exclusively to women and trans folks i actually had been producing that event for eight years I decided to step back, take a break from it, and now it's being organized by one of our fabulous managers. His name is Nat, and Nat has been keeping that event alive, arranging the programming, and that event has just been like over-the-top successful, like so so much more even so before the pandemic. Uh, Sapphic Aquatica is now actually, it's once a month, and it's from 1 p.m. to 3 a.m., whereas before the pandemic, it was only a night event. So now we have like the whole day, which is, which is great. And it's just been super popular. The sales have been, you know, through the roof and it's been awesome that we've been able to continue that event. Um, and then we also have Swordplay, which I know you're aware of, Def. Um, I am event, certainly aware. Yeah. It's an event that um, celebrates by men's sexuality. And we do have another producer that is taking care of that as well. And that event is on the third Sunday of the month. Um, we just had a fantastic Pride event, which welcomed, you know, all kinds of um, performers across like the gender spectrum. Um, so I love, I love that that event sort of goes off the binary as far as, you know, the people that we have on our stage and included in the event. Aside from those specific events, like we have so much like trans inclusion and queer inclusion, like throughout our calendar. Um, I started booking a queer artist named Emmy Tran, who now leads our erotic art night. Um, and she's fantastic. Her drawings are beautiful. Her artwork is beautiful. I've also worked with some fantastic presenters. One that comes to mind is um, Dawn Victoria. She's great, super popular, always does fantastic presentations for our Fetish Friday event. So I feel like our events and our team and everything we do is just really this awesome swirl of like diversity and, and genders and, and encompassing language around that. 
I love that. You know who we had on the most recent episode before this one, Fatima, was the great Lady Pym. Yes, I love Lady Pym. No, she's awesome. <laughs> I used to be she's on her a, podcast all the time. She's, oh, great. She's just so charming and, and humorous and, and, and uh, successful. I mean, mm-hmm. those things to me are, are everything in this space because it uh, gets the job done, as it were, but does so with, a, with, with charm and grace. Beautiful. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. I love working with Lady Pym. I've often booked her per- to present at Oasis Aqua Lounge as well. So taboo, otherwise known, like way back, uh, probably like two thousand ish, two thousand one. My agent got me a gig doing all the radio commercial voiceovers for the Everything to Do with Sex oh, show. And the scripts cool. were really fun. It was like you know whips, and it was they were all jokes, it, really great jokes to uh, to present something. Uh, in a way that would motivate people to go to the Everything to Do with Sex show. So I should do those commercials again. That's another story. I think I'm going to get a booth at the show for the oh, Blue no Hotel way. podcast. Yeah, I just sort of signed up for one. Just a little Cool. One. Yo, we'll, come, I'll, we'll come visit you. Oh, perfect. Come, I'll come, come visit you. you <laughs> could. Um, so tell me a bit about the Everything to Do with Sex show as it relates to Oasis Aqua Lounge. Uh, sure. Toronto in October, right? And it, it's in other cities too, but let's talk Toronto. Yeah, so we have been presenting at uh, the Everything to Do with Sex Show, now called the Taboo Sex Show, for, I mean, I've been with the business for over 10 years, so it's been longer than that, I think, probably since the first year we were open. It's always been a huge, a, a great gig for us to, to be a part of. We just get to talk to so many new people that have never even been to a sex club before. Of course, now, you know, 10 years later, 12 years later, like a lot of people know who we are, but we still get a lot of people that are just curious to learn about us. Maybe they are from the GTA or beyond and they come to Toronto for the show. So maybe they're just not really familiar with what's available in Toronto. So we can really like talk to them about that. We always have fun things happening in our booth. It's always a little bit different every year. I will say that there will probably be a hot tub. In the past, we actually created like a miniature Oasis club where we had like playrooms you could actually have sex at the Taboo Sex Show. Uh, I feel like, should I say that? Yeah, I think, well, they knew what was going on. Also, I, I really do hope to um, procure some performers to maybe to do some live shows. It's a little tricky with the venue. I mean, obviously we can't have like a live sex show like on the main stage, but I, I can get creative with that. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Well, good. Uh, I'm excited about it. What else? Yeah. What else should uh, people know about it if they've never been? Well, uh, we, I mean, we always hand out coupons for those who have been, haven't been to the club before. Um, you can always drop by our booth and grab a coupon to experience the venue at a discounted rate. Uh, in the past, I've produced a lot of fashion shows because Oasis Aqua Lounge actually has a clothing line. We put the clothing and clothing optional is the tagline, but I think people are just more <laughs> interested in the clothing optional. Uh, I am going to be speaking on uh, your first visit to a sex club, all three days of the taboo sex show. So it's a presentation I've been doing for years on, you know, what to expect at sex clubs in general. Oasis Auckland is not an official sponsor. So, you know, we can't necessarily make it all about us, but we do speak more to things to talk about, you know, discuss things you might want to plan before your visit and then of course you know we'll talk about our our club specifically it's a lot of fun it's high energy we get to like meet a bunch of people face to face that like i'm usually just in contact with online or via email it's it's a great networking opportunities you know we can connect with other businesses other brands that align with our brand and a lot of like partnerships are built that following year based on those meetings in fact i was connected with two different sponsors that i now you know, incorporate into our events here and there. 
so yeah, I'm just excited to see who's going to be there this year. And we always do some sort of like pre taboo event at the club where, you know, you can win tickets to tickets to the show and things like that. So there's always lots of giveaways before the show as well too, which is exciting. I've been thinking about pleasure a lot lately. Shocker. (laughs) (laughs) Two, two of the greatest ways to increase your pleasure. A mirror on the ceiling is number one. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you a mirror on the ceiling above your bed, about the same size as your bed. Get one of those leaning ones that people put against walls and then get somebody, if you're handy, if you can't be handsome, at least be handy. If you're (laughs) handy, you can do it, you know, drive three or four inch screws into the perimeter and make sure that it hits wood in the ceiling and you'll be safe. And it really enhances, changes dramatically your enjoyment of sex and sexuality. Mm -hmm. Trust me, that's one thing. I tell you, Fatima, some of my fondest memories in this lifetime are about going to clubs and, and, you know, more recently going to Oasis. It just, it just opens up all kinds of imagination. I mean, the greatest sex organ is your mind and start there by going out and exploring with like-minded people. It doesn't mean you have to do anything. We, we started this, no expectations. You don't have to say yes to anything. You don't have to ask anybody anything. You can just go in and, and hang out with your partner and, and just kind of soak it up. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite things in terms of like what you can kind of experience in the club is like things you can hear. A lot of my work is really done on a laptop, so I'm pretty remote. I can work a lot from home. I can be at the club. Um, so when I am at the club working on my laptop, particularly actually before the pandemic, because I would situate on the third floor, as I could just hear people orgasming or like, and just yes. the cacophony of all the sounds I thought was like really cool. Um, and also just really interesting that I'm on my laptop being surrounded by cacophony of orgasms. It's like, my life is pretty good. <laughs> And I remember that distinctly. As you said it, I was thinking third floor. You walk in and you kind of make your way up the stairs and then go around and to the left and you're like, holy fuck, that's yeah. really hot. You're, you know, if you weren't ready, if you weren't fired up, you will be when yeah. you hear other people making out. Yeah, it's really quite something. I'm thrilled that you're uh, enjoying it so much at Oasis Fatima, mm-hmm. event producing, uh, production of pornography, your channel, Oasis Aqua Lounge, being on Pornhub. It's not like all the other porn. Some of it is, some of it isn't. I like, I like the diversity of it. Mm-hmm. I like the queerness of some of it. Um, mm-hmm. I like the reality of a lot of it. Um, but some of it is shot really sexy, too. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, when we were talking about categories, um, so one of the the way that a category happens with our production is it's based on who wants to shoot. So if I have like a female, female couple, um, you know, obviously it's going to be some sort of lesbian lust-esque, you know, category. Um, sometimes I have threesomes that want to shoot kinks you know, uh, kink activities. So the categories within our porn are really based on what people are bringing to us, um, which again, I think speaks to like the wide diversity of the people who visit Oasis Aqua Lounge. We're not just like, okay, we need a lesbian film. Like who who can we pick? You know, it's just people that are bringing their ideas to us. And then we work with that and, and we make their fantasies come to life too. Um, We just, we just like to have great content that really um, aligns with our vision. But the fact that we can connect with so many different types of performers who want to try different things on camera with their partners or even solo, I think is, is great because that really speaks to like what our community is like. Judgment is something not only in the world of sex and pleasure, 
but in in all worlds judgment is is usually speaks to if someone's being judgy uh, it speaks to something in them that they also maybe don't like and need to take of a closer course. look at right to that end uh, i don't want to assume when you talk about what it is you do for a living do you do it without shame and do you do it openly or is it something you just share with certain people because a lot of people are judgmental about the the industry that is the adult. Tell us about your experience with that and how you deal with it. That's a great question. Um, so when I be- became involved with Oasis Aqua Lounge, I was super open about it. I've always been very open about it. Um, I've done a lot of media too, and sort of around, I would say 2014 to 2016, I was doing a lot of different media stuff. It's just kind of like when the brand was blowing up and things were just like, oh my God, Oasis Aqua Lounge is doing this, Oasis Aqua Lounge is doing that. And I think now like we're just, <laughs> people are just used to our antics. <laughs> so, I mean, I was in the Globe and Mail, I was been on various podcasts, I've been on the Toronto Star. So, I mean, I did these things knowing that I would be a public spokesperson for the brand. And I was happy to do that. And I'm still happy to do that. Very proud of the business that I'm involved in and very grateful for the experiences, the knowledge, uh, the training, the community. Like I'm, I have like a really incredible job, but I've noticed over the past couple years, depending on who I'm talking to, depending on, you know, I'm like a single in dating. So, um, you know, I've been finding that I tend to, I don't start with that with where I, with where I work right away anymore. Um, I think I do that because I want, when I'm getting to know somebody, I want them to get to know me just like I want them. I want to get to know them. And I feel like once I start to bring up like such a unique kind of job and a venue that people are just like, Hey, what is that? What do you mean? The conversation tends to veer towards the business. And then all of a sudden I'm basically at a trade show booth, like talking when I'm supposed to be on a date, you know what I'm saying? I have kind of been slowly integrating that into a conversation as I get to know somebody. And then I kind of just see how they feel about it. And actually one thing I've been doing, cause I have, I've been, I'm on a dating app. So I've been, I tend to like, if I connect with somebody, like we then just talk on WhatsApp or something just because like the dating apps are not great for messaging. And I'll be like, if I kind of feel like I want to stop saying like, Oh, I'm going to work to do this thing. And I want to be more specific. I'm like, listen, I'm just going to drop some links in the chat. You can look at the information. If you have any questions, there's like, you know, there's people that you can reach out to, to ask. And I kind of just want to see how they react to that. And then kind of go from there because I mean, not everybody in the world knows who I am. So, you know, it's like, not everybody's going to know that I'm working at Oasis Aqua Lounge, but I feel like when I'm meeting people outside of the community, are they interested in just being at the club and wanting to talk to me to get to know more about the business or they actually want to know me or they don't like the idea of a sex club. So I feel like I have to navigate it a little bit more carefully, if that makes sense. I completely get that. And I like, I like the, give them the link on their own time. They can go and investigate a little yeah, further just like, without just, putting them on the spot. Go. <laughs> and they're like, oh, or they're like, oh, or they're like, oh. Or they're like nothing. <laughs> right. You just never hear from them again. <laughs> right, which is the day. Two check marks, Brad, and that's it. You know, right? That's yeah. Though, and then I know where I stand. Well, she checks some boxes we weren't anticipating. Oh, <laughs> but, but whatever. Yeah, you know, everything in its time. Like Bowie used to say, as young people, we're all like, everything's so new and, and unknown. And you go around this corner, and there's this, and then you go around this corner, and there's that. And he goes, eventually, you kind of become the person you were you were meant to be, and. um pretty exciting the, the journey though to get to that place yeah. and and i think one of the ways to best open up anyone who feels like they're a sexual being 
and wants to increase their pleasure and wants to decrease any kind of judgment or, or shame around it that may have been laid on them by society, their oh. friends, their family, their partners, ex-partners, whoever, just to get out and experience a club. I did it and uh, and I couldn't be happier that I did Oasis Aqualounge being the place in Toronto. I was such a great partner and, and she's open and cool and amazing and and we're living our life an absolute pleasure because we're young and we're alive. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. It was good to have you here. Fatima Meshtab from Oasis Aqualounge. You've been an absolute joy yet again. To Thank have you. <laughs> You're welcome. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. Please take me by to the Blue Hotel. Looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man Podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.